Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Pinkerton, a licensed board-certified music therapist and founder of Music for Life. At Music for Life, music is at the core of all that we do, connecting you to the spirit of your life and the spirit through your senses. With composer Ludwig von Beethoven's quote, music is the mediator between the life of the senses and the life of the spirit. So how do we practice healing mind, body, and spirit? Well, we plug you into yourself with music differently. At the core, discovering that when you listen or play music, you find out how the music is really playing you. We support you harnessing the power of music to create a healthy lifestyle, connecting you to the life of your spirit, to the life of your senses. I'm delighted you have joined me today as we explore together this month's theme of Healthy Minds. Our guest today is Marquita Pierre McAllister, inspirational speaker and spiritual leader for the Center for Spiritual Living of Southern Nevada, who is a spiritual partner with Music for Life. Welcome to the Music for Life show, Marquita. Good morning, and thank you, Judith. Always a pleasure to be here and be with you and do the things that we do. Yeah, and we get to do yet uh, the fifth fun shop in our monthly series that we have playfully called UPS. What does UPS stand for? Up-level your periscope. Up-level your periscope. (laughs) Up-leveling your life, basically, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of a a play on on words, right, with UPS being the United Parcel Delivery Service. (laughs) Right. And and we look at how to deliver our life differently. So we uh, people are going UPS. Hi, Jim. What's UPS? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for our for our listeners, there will be future online access to this series. So be sure and sign up for our e news at Music for Life to receive that information. 
So today's music choices are explored to understand how we use music to sustain a healthy mind and to be more effective in life. And with our topic today, Marquita, we're looking at how to create a positive mindset to support a healthy lifestyle. And I know with statistics from the National Institute for the Mental Health that both anxiety and depression are strong deterrences from having a healthy mind. Um, We still have an average of 40 million Americans that are suffering from anxiety disorders and another almost 20 million that are suffering from depression disorders. Now, this is not just you and I experiencing anxiety or depression, you know, on a situational basis where, ooh, it's the way I feel today and maybe it incapacitates us for hours or maybe a day or more. Um, So how many more of us are out there that trying to sustain a healthy mind when we have constant uh, challenges with stuff that happens every day that could throw us into anxiety or depression? So, you know, we're talking about being able to have a positive mindset in spite of all this other stuff. So if you are on medication for depression or anxiety, you still want to continue listening because this it could absolutely complement what you're already doing with any medication um, protocol that you might be doing. So to set the stage for what we're doing, we're going to reference, Marquita, the book that you and I created together. It's a fabulous, if we might not say so ourselves, right? The fabulous book. <laughs> That's called, right. <laughs> Order Up Your Life. And this book is actually a perpetual journal calendar, meaning that you can use it every day no matter what year it is, writing notes in it, and really anchoring in, how do I want to order up my life today? So May 10th is today. And the quote from it's one of hundreds, actually 366 quotes, in this perpetual calendar journal uh, from you, Marquita, that says today, until you expand your mind, it can't accept another idea. Choose to expand your mind through spiritual practice, and a whole other world is available to you. It is the eternal forever expanding. You know, that's a mm-hmm. lot of really strong words in that quote. You want to dissect it for us? You bet. Um, number one it's the first part of it is very simple. You know, you you have a particular mindset. You're probably thinking a particular way. You have specific ideas, but the mind can't uh, accept another idea unless you expand the mind. However, the quote itself is really talking about um, using that in conjunction with spiritual practice. Spiritual practice actually allows us to expand our concepts, ex- expand our perception about life. It's really interesting because we people have a tendency to separate spiritual the spiritual realm from their daily living, and yet what we don't realize is to accept um, spiritual practices actually shifts us, opens up. It's like it, it's almost like it opens a completely different world to you. All of a sudden, new ideas come in. You see life differently, and so you get off the hamster wheel of oh, this is the way life is. This is just kind of how it goes. This is my life. It kind of sucks from time to time. It's kind of 
joyful from time to time, and it just kind of goes round and round. Instead, with spiritual practice, you open up a whole other side of yourself, if you will, a whole other part of yourself, and everything starts to change, and everything starts to look differently, and now you're at more, you have more power to make better choices about your life, which then changes your life drastically. But it's, it's a practice that you do in conjunction with living life daily. Not so much separate. It's a with. It's an and. <laughs> so, yeah, the more spiritual practice you do, the more perspectives you have, you expand your mind, expand your or, of what life can be and is for you, and all of a sudden you're living differently because you have expanded your awareness and expanding your mind. So when we think about spiritual practice, you know, I, I can just imagine our listeners are coming up with what they think a spiritual practice is. What are the, is there just one or are there several from which to choose? Oh, there's quite a few from which to choose. Anything from um, prayer, what people call prayer, and at the Center for Spiritual Living Southern Nevada, which is, you know, where I'm at, we teach affirmative prayer. So this is, so even prayer, there's all different sorts of prayers and, and ways to pray, and we teach an affirmative way to pray. So that's one practice. There's the practice of meditation, which happens to be my very favorite. It is my favorite for all sorts of reasons, which I won't go into. But that in itself, I always teach people, you know, you pray, and that's you talking to God or talking to your higher power or whatever the name for creator is for you. And then meditation is when you're listening. And the listening is when I talk about going to deeper to expand your mind, expand your awareness, that's where the listening part comes in. That's the quieting of the mind. And there's all, just all sorts of variety of ways to meditate and to get into that still place and, um, that's inside each and every person that's on the planet. And that actually, meditation then helps you to get connected to the deepest part of yourself or to your higher power, whichever um, wording you have, whatever belief system you have, but it gets you connected to something beyond the traditional what you see yourself to be and what you see life to be. So there's meditation. There's the moment-by-moment moment practice, um, a spiritual practice of just staying in the moment, being very, very present, and watching the mind go into the past, watch the mind go into the future, and that's where a lot of anxiety and depression come from. The mind has all of a sudden spun out of control. You're not in control of your mind. It spins, it spins into what you should have done, could have, would have said, <laughs> what should have happened, or it's into the I wish and I want but I can't have into the future. And that spiritual, the spiritual practice of learning to stay in the moment is very, very powerful so that the mind doesn't go into places that go into anxiety and depression. So that's another spiritual practice. There's visualization. Lots of people have heard about that. You know, you start to visualize that what you want in your life, and you start to visualize it enough till it really becomes an embodiment. You know, you're thinking about it all the time, and it becomes an embodiment, and the power that is within you starts to then create that in your life. There's, again, many, 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 many spiritual practices, and a lot of them we teach at the Center for Spiritual Living Southern Nevada. We teach them on Sundays. We teach them in classes. And it just really does shift people's lives into a much healthier way of living and how to use their mind instead of allowing their mind to use them. Lots of practice. Yeah, you know, I have to um, share with our listeners that I have been studying this philosophy for over 25 years, and... I have been in self-employment phase for three decades because I have so honed my spiritual practice to support 
that which I love to do. And, yes, it's evolved over the last three decades, but I continue to do what I love to do, which is always centered in music and healing and working from that perspective. And so when you uh, – so as a, um, a student of this philosophy of how you connect with yourself through understanding how the mind works and what that matrix is like to tap into – it's amazing how you can keep yourself in your passion and mm-hmm. do that so that you don't actually work. I had someone tell me, Judith, you never work a day in your life, do you? Like, no, actually, I don't because I have fun mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what I do. It's so meaningful. I just, you know, one day just spins into the next and I just, you know, love what I do. So looking at all of these different practices um, for Tapping into your spirit uh, is so important. And at Music for Life, of course, we use music in a variety of ways to help people tap in uh, to their inner spirit. And one of those um, is drumming. And so we have a variety of different themed drum circles available uh, to people in Las Vegas, Nevada, in the United States. Uh, to connect with themselves differently. And it's always amazing to me to watch two people completely different and having different experiences of life in that moment come into the drum circle and leave completely the opposite. So, for instance, Mm -hmm. one will come in really, really hyper and anxious and leave completely calm. The other one comes in exhausted and tired and leaves completely energized. Same drum circle, Mm -hmm. two different outcomes because that's just how it adapts to you personally. It's a very personal experience that occurs with what happens at Music for Life. And of course we also do the music medicine protocol, which is what we talk about here on this work on this radio show, and how to deepen your practice using music. And right. <laughs> that's a whole other deep um topic that we can sort of look at today with the music, uh, one of the practices that people use often is music in uh, helping them to shift mood. So we all know that music can change mood, but it is doing so much more than that. With our programs at Music for Life, we teach you what that more than is. Uh, So you become educated and trained about your music listening habits, how to manipulate them differently so that you tap into that deeper part of yourself. So imagine that you have anxiety or depression or anger um, or sadness, and there's so much of it that you can't even think about, you know, that you've even got an inner spirit. You just you haven't tapped into it for so long, and, and unfortunately this typifies uh, over 100 clients that I see every week. Um, many of them example this. Uh, where they just don't know what it is like to connect with their inner spirit. And Mm -hmm. through music therapy and music medicine, I empower them to learn about the music medicine protocol. They are able to rediscover themselves and tap into that inner spirit where it really feels like they've hit gold. Um, It's like, wow, I haven't felt like this in I don't know how long. Um, and 
to deepen that practice, they desire it then. They, they thirst for it because it feels so good. It's developing this uh, different kind of resiliency um, in that when you experience anxiety and depression or sadness or anger, um, with the music medicine protocol, you actually flow into it. And it's that flowing into it through music that you're actually able to dissolve it. So adding that to your daily practice, there is a CD that's been used in research studies that people will use on a daily basis or as needed basis called the Me Concert. And M-E-E actually stands for you, not me. M-E-E means music exercising emotions. And it takes you on a journey of moving from anxiety through depression into more love and joy. And it's only 23 minutes long, but in research studies, it's been shown to be effective first-time listening for an average of 87% of those listening to it, a high percentage. And for those Mm -hmm. that don't benefit from it, there's actually a customized prescription that can be done with our network of music medicine practitioners where you actually have a customized program created in order to flow more easily past through anger, depression, sadness, or anxiety to get to that inner spirit and really build that resiliency that enables you to flow through life more easily. Um, So it's almost like strengthening this spiritual bubble where you have incidences occur and it just bounces off you because it doesn't trigger anger or anxiety or depression or sadness because it is not there in volumes to be able to be triggered. You just don't have that, that trigger there because it's been dissolved through the music medicine protocol. So the other piece of music that is matched to your quote, Marquita, comes from Izzy. And I'm not even going to try and say his whole name. Israel from Hawaii. <laughs> He's got a long Hawaiian name. But he sings this song called Somewhere Over the Rainbow, which is also a, an arrangement of What a Wonderful World mixed in with that song. And mm. it doesn't matter what age you are, what culture you come from, my experience is that people love this song. And when you see Izzy, actual perform it, it's such an oxymoron because here is this large Samoan Hawaiian playing this little tiny ukulele and having this beautiful voice (laughs) come out of him. And it just makes you realize that you too can harness this power of music no matter what size problem you might have to Mm -hmm. overcome it and dissolve it. The music is really, really an important part of a spiritual practice. But you know what? I don't I don't sometimes desire music when I meditate. Is that a bad thing? It's not a bad thing. As a matter of fact, that's a, probably a good, a good thing. But we can use music. There's two ways to do that. People, or there's a few ways to do that. People use music to meditate to all the way through. Uh, there's a way to use music to, uh, because music, again, does bypass the conscious mind. 
there's a way to use music to start your meditation. As a matter of fact, at the Center for Spiritual Living Southern Nevada, this coming Sunday, we have the singing bowls, the lady who plays the singing bowls. And she will start with the bowls, which just carries you into this vibration that's amazing, to deepen, to start the meditation, and then it will fall silent. And I have definitely, when my mind is going too fast, I will definitely use music to start my meditation, to calm it down, and then I go silent. And I'll go silent for, you know, a really long time. Um, And that's another way to use music to move you into the space of a quieter space and then allow it to subside and then stay in the silence. So you can, again, there's so many different ways to meditate. You can use music all the way through. You can use no music, which is the majority of time what I'm doing. I'm not using any music at all to meditate. Or you can just start that way and then have it, you know, you stop it when you're quieter and move into the silence. Yeah, so for instance, today during my meditation, um, I I use Pandora a lot here in in the home. And... uh, I noticed that I did not want to hear any kind of musical instrument playing a melody. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't want to be distracted by that. And But I crave nature sounds coming from Alaska, mm-hmm. both of us coming from Alaska. I just find it. I need the birds. I need the babbling brook. Mm-hmm. I need something, you know, that transports me uh, to favorite places in Alaska where I just love to, to meditate in nature. And it just helps me to be able to go there in my mind. So I will open up the back door so I can hear the birds um, and wind chimes, and then I'll put on Pandora and find a nature channel that has, if there's any music, it is minimal. It's like pitch pitches that, you know, just uh, electronic that are just kind of waves that come in and out. So it's not any kind of melody that distracts me. Um, And I find that that really um, helps me to go to that happy place uh, and to dissolve anything that's going on and then to go deeper, to be able to go deeper. So it's really, for our listeners, figuring out what works best for you you know what? You know what can happen for you. And at Music for Life, we actually have a variety of different meditation classes that happen. Our community programs uh, happen during the day and in the evenings all month long. And so you just go to our calendar at Music Four. That's the number four Life. Us. Look at the calendar and see what meditation class might uh, work for you. Um, all of them, of course, are related to music of some sort, but every single class is different. Um, so uh, there's a variety of ways to explore things and have personal experiences if you're in Las Vegas and want to uh, deepen what a spiritual practice might look like for you. What are the thoughts do you have, Marquita, about um, spiritual practices those that might be problematic or, you know, like what's, if someone has never had a spiritual practice before, what might be the easiest one to consider doing uh, to keep yourself focused in having a positive mindset? 
You know, that's an interesting question because there isn't an easiest one in that everybody's such, such an individual. So what might be easiest for one is not easiest for another. Um, most people are familiar with prayer, and yet most people don't use it, <laughs> which I find that so interesting. And part of that is because of maybe the way they've been taught to pray. It just feels like they're praying to either some entity outside of themselves that um, sometimes will grant the prayer and sometimes not, that kind of thing. And that's just not having a um, clear understanding of what prayer is about and how it works and all that. So that may not work for even though some people have been raised with that, it may not work for them only because they don't feel that they get anything from it. There's not a connection. And so for some, maybe meditation is easiest. And yet, for lots of people, meditation's not easy because they go, well, I can't just sit still. You know, <laughs> so there's that whole thing of I can't sit still, not realizing there's different types of meditation, walking meditation, eating meditations, all of, all of that. So I, I think um, if I was going to put a blanket, you know, what could someone do? I would really just as a spiritual practice, number one, start with gratitude. I would simply, uh, I simply tell people, wake up and notice where your mind goes, because for so many people, their mind goes what they got to do today. You know, that's the first thing is they wake up or it goes into worry and fretting about something, whatever. That's not even happening in that moment. It's going to happen or they think it's going to happen or it was happened in the past or whatever. So my first thing I tell people is as soon as you wake up, notice where your mind goes and allow it, move it to being grateful. And, well, what's to be grateful about? Okay, you just woke up and you just took a breath. Okay, so we can at least be grateful for that and then allow that to start oozing into what else can you be grateful for. Okay, so the sun is shining, if that's your thing, or the sun's not shining, it's raining, maybe that's your thing. Or the fact that you're able to simply move your legs off the bed to get and stand. Whatever it is, but find little tiny things to be grateful for. So when someone does not have any spiritual practice, a lot of times that's what I will suggest they start with. Learn to be grateful for the little things in your life and allow that to grow. And then, you know, of course, get connected with some people. You can always come to the Center of Spiritual Living in Southern Nevada. Come to, come see us. And there's so much more uh, that can shift to create a healthy mindset uh, to, change, to change your life. So it's interesting. You know, the gaming is huge out there. And I'm just wondering if, you know, anybody would go, yeah, you know, for me, spiritual practices, getting out my game, and it's mental fitness for me. That's how I create a healthy mind. I need to keep my mind active. I don't want Alzheimer. I want to be able to have an active mind that remembers things and remembers people, and, you know, I can work until I'm 90 years old because I just love what I'm doing, and I need to have an active, healthy mind. So I do games. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I think it's, it's mm-hmm. about balance. Um, so Absolutely. Doing... <laughs> I don't think people realize with the 60,000 thoughts or more that you that flow through the mind, the mind is always exercising in some way, shape, or form. What doesn't happen, and through meditation you can attain that, what doesn't happen is the opposite, which is to rest, to allow, to find a way to be in control of your mind enough to allow the mind to be quiet for a moment and receive from the infinite that's inside of you. 
that's what people don't don't understand. They're always like, I, but I got to do. The mind has to be doing something. It has to be active. That's what Alzheimer's come in and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, yes and no. <laughs> okay, it's out of balance. It's out of whack. And it's controlling you instead of you controlling it. And so the idea of spiritual practice is to bring some balance into the mind. And I'm not saying just silence. I'm talking about even that idea of gratitude, bring some balance into the life to maintain what a real healthy mind is like. A healthy mind isn't one that's just intelligent and it gets smarter and smarter or it has to stay active and learn more and more and more and more and more. That's not the healthy mind, okay? <laughs> that's what we've been sold as a bill of goods is the healthy mind. The healthy mind is one that understands balance and that there's um, – and to, to get it to a point to where there is the you that is you that is not your mind. You are not your mind. You use your mind, but you are not your mind. And just that alone, that concept is something that people tend to forget or don't even know exists. You are not your thoughts. You're not your mind. You are the thinker, okay, of the thoughts. You're the one who uses your mind. And so to just that piece alone, then you get to recognize that you are much more powerful than all those thoughts that you're having and all the depressive thoughts you have, the anxiety thoughts, all the crazy stuff that goes on. You're much more than that. And it's the idea of spiritual practice to start to work in a way that you get to use your mind instead of being used by it, as I said before. Yeah, so being used, using your mind instead of being used by your mind um, is, is interesting when we're looking at what we were talking earlier with anxiety, depression, you know, the, the anxiety mm-hmm also has relationships to having panic disorders, social anxiety disorders, phobias, like being obsessive-compulsive. So, for instance, I was thinking about um, gaming, and if you get so obsessive with not sleeping because you're gaming and you want to get to the next level, then that's probably a sign for you <laughs> that you're out yes. of balance. And start yes. looking at what can you do so that your mind is not using you. You are using in your mind. Such wonderful thoughts. I know we're coming to the end of our radio show now, Marquita. Thank you so much for sharing your experience of how to sustain a healthy mind on the Music for Life radio show. My pleasure. You've been, yes, you've been listening to Music for Life with Judith Pinkerton, where we practice healing mind, body, and spirit. To connect with us before the next show, please go to our website at www.music4life.us for more information. It is my sincere mission to have inspired you with life skills featuring music medicine for healthy lifestyles and today's special guest. Till we meet again, notice how you practice healing your mind, body, and spirit with the power of music in your life now. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.